welcome to the show. This is Ben presenting today, taking over hosting duties from Sam. Bear with me. We can't all be as funny as Sam, but I'm going to try my well. darndest. How are we doing today, guys? Yeah, really good. Amazing. Episode yeah, five yeah. already. We've come a long way. We're growing up. So yeah, this is episode five of the Very Best Podcast, where we discuss which is the very best in a hitherto unknown category. And the category will be provided by one of our guests, uh, our musical guests. So uh, yeah, I really like the word hitherto, by the way. Um, yeah. Sam started using that. I feel like we should, you know, that should be a word that we put in as much as possible. It's got that kind of like, you know, medieval kind of class to it. I, quite, I dig it. It's up there with hence. <laughs> hence henceforth um so guys i've i've been uh, i've been thinking on uh, band names uh i'm looking for a new band name so i just wanted to run some ideas uh some ideas by you guys and just kind of like rate rate them and let me know what you think uh the first one inspired by last week's conversations is uh psychedelia smith nice i yeah. like that but done sorted finished sweet we like that game over uh, we've got it second Second up, second option out of three is uh, Dugong Bonk. Dugong Bonk. <laughs> There's instant silence. <laughs> Psychedelia Smith is a little bit on the nose. Mm. Oh, what, what did you say? Dugong Bonk. Dugong Bonk. <laughs> what does it mean? Nothing. Well, it's like a, it's a dugong, isn't it? Like it's a, a dugong. This, 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 it's a sea What's mammal. What's a dugong? It's a sea mammal. Um, you say that like it's obvious. A bit like a, a, bit like a manatee. Bit like a manatee. It's called a dugong. You said it as if it's like a cat. It's a dugong. <laughs> it's a dugong. You know, a dugong. Of course, a dugong, you know what a dugong is. Yeah. I saw Just... one out my window yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Was the Grange Hill theme tune playing by any chance? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. So, du- dugong bonk. Uh, I, I, that's my favorite. So wait. So dugongs that are like mm. manatees bonk mm. having sex. Yeah. Whatever you want. Do gongs bonk? Do gongs bonk? They must bonk. <laughs> do, do gongs they must bonk. bonk? No, they go bong. <laughs> the ever-present philosophical quandary. Do, do gongs bonk? Do gongs. If, if a gong bonks in a forest with no one to hear it. <laughs> well, see, this is, see, I feel like this, this if is... If a do a... gong bonk and a bong bong bonk. <laughs> how, much, how much gonk could a do gong bonk? <laughs> if a do gong did bonk gonk. Brilliant. <laughs> So I, I feel I feel like that kind of hits all the points of a good band name because you know it gets you thinking. It's got a philosoph- philosophical edge to it, and yeah. uh, it's also slightly ridiculous. Uh, and then the third one, this is just straight up, you know, crass in the toilet. Um, the ass tits in residence. That sounds like something from the Peep Show. <laughs> something that hands would go. We're now called. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like them all, but I guess we should let the listeners decide. What do you reckon? Let's put that up there. There you yeah, go. We could, we could put that out, out to a vote. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. Which, which, if that was an album, which album would you buy purely on the band name? I think you know. I'm warming to the do do do, do gong do gong bong bong bong. <laughs> Sorry, bong. <laughs> I just I, I love the, I, I love hearing people say it back because it was previously just in my head, and now people are saying it out loud, and it's still making me laugh. So, so that's the band name settled. Uh, now. We need to choose a genre and form a band because that's as far as I've got, really. I think <laughs> Brilliant. You've you got to start somewhere. It's the hardest, <laughs> it's the most difficult part. <laughs> is it? Is it? it is. It actually the is. Music, making the music is easy. It's piss. <laughs> it's 
piece of piss. Now, now that now that we have our muse, which is Dugong's bunking, Dugong's um, bunking is and, <laughs> everything else every, will take care of itself. And every song has to be Dugong related. Right, so, um, we have our musical guest for this week. Can I just say? Uh, can I just say how difficult it is to to not <laughs> to be on this side? I don't like it. It feels weird. I'm, get, I'm going to take some adjustment. Get used like to when it. You just get said, used to it, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I just realised how confronting it is to just be asked, "How are you?" <laughs> hey, how are you, dude? I, I'm fine. Why? <laughs> What's your problem? <laughs> what, why? What, what have you heard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a weird, weird sensation. Well, it's a it's it's a learning it's a learning experience. Just you know, just just picture those those dugongs, and they'll they'll calm you right. It, this, this is how I felt when Sam you you message text me the other day. Like, Are you all right? <laughs> what's what's wrong? What? <laughs> it's found well, I hadn't really heard confronting. from you for five minutes. Five minutes. Yeah, Sam hadn't heard. I hadn't text Sam in like a few hours. He's like, "Are you all right?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Is he?" I checked for milk at his front doorstep or something. There's lots of post piled up. Um, yeah, that's just. I think that's just twenty twenty one in a nutshell, isn't it? Pure um, overthinking, adrenaline, anxiety, just like. And also, but, how know, much we love each text. other, and we yeah. <laughs> constantly in conversation for the last seven years. <laughs> check check on your friends. That's a very good uh, point. Just check on your friends, especially this. Yeah, that's that's a good. These one. challenging times. That's a good one. That sounded patronizing, but it wasn't. <laughs> that, that's a good one. <laughs> It's a good, good, good point, Sam. <laughs> Very nice. Okay, and so our our guest artist who will be uh, giving us a track and then also setting the question, which we're going to uh, duel over, but quite politely as well because we are British. After all, um, our guest this week is the very talented Meredith Edgar, and she's coming all the way from San Francisco, which just sounds great, to be honest love to be in san francisco right now we're going global um, listeners yeah 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 you know it's, are, it's pretty yeah. nice to get a submission from over the pond so uh meredith edgar i i found out about her from playing a a video game called maquette which was a really really quite nice uh art house video game um and it's a, a kind of puzzle like a really quirky puzzle game um but it's kind of centered around the the the, the kind of plot of the game the puzzles are centered around there being a uh, a relationship blossoming and then kind of fading away, uh, and it's beautiful. And the soundtrack to the to the game is beautiful as well. So, you know, I was playing this game. I was really struck by the the soundtrack, and one song in particular um, was by Meredith Edgar. And uh, yeah, she's she's submitted that very song for us to to listen to and consider. But let's let's hear from her anyway. Um, so so Meredith has sent a, a lovely email and track over, um, and her question for us is, are you ready, guys? Yeah. What is the very best song to cry your face off to? Ooh. You know, before I said, oh, let's not have any music. I, I am liking these questions, actually. I don't mind. Yeah, it's an infinite field of inquiry, isn't it, really? Um, hmm. So who's first? Yeah, what well, uh, what order did let's we do Sam, last time? Let Sam go first this time. What? It's not fair. There's a there's a there's a procedure to things. There's a procedure why to this. You, We're not going to let Sam you... have the last word on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're saying that so, because uh, it's I, actually your turn to go first. I I don't mind going first. Yeah. I've literally had a song come in my head straight away. Oh, nice. 
Lisa Gerard, see the sun. Lisa Gerard. I I don't know it. Lisa Gerard. Um, she's a vocalist and she's very cinematic. She's she did the pretty much a lot of the the Gladiator. I think she became famous from that. You know, in Gladiator in the soundtrack, she does a lot of the vocals. Oh, so that was that was a Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer, yeah, yeah. So, so he, she, yeah, yeah. she, she collaborated with him. And then I really, similar to what you were saying about, you know, you listen to Meredith through a, a game. I first heard her voice. You know, I just remember the the watching the film, and I was like, "What's that voice in the back?" And it's not, it's not really a song. It's it's kind of a opera kind of thing. She her vocals are just so insane. So if you haven't listened to it, check it out. See the sun and. Oh man, every time I listen to that track, it just grabs you and something, it just presses some kind of weird button and you just, whatever your, whatever, whatever kind of tears you want. I don't think it's even, I suppose the question is sad, right? Or was it, was it just make you cry? Cry your face Cries off. your face too. off. So it could be any kind of mm. tears, right? It doesn't have to be sad tears. It could just be, in fact, some of the well, most yeah, profound tears yeah. that I've ever shed uh, are happy tears, you know, when you're just excruciatingly happy. Uh, but that track for me, if you haven't listened to it, Lisa Gerard, See the Sun. And the first time I heard it, I think it was a Muhammad Ali documentary or something. And it's such a haunting. Mm-hmm. He's just running on the beach and it's black and white. And it's just him ta- him just being himself. And he's not really, mm-hmm. he's, you can see he's not, he's there, but he's not there. He's almost, you know, he's so not there. He's somewhere else. He's escaped. And that track just perfectly merged with this idea of uh, the human condition, you know, being with yourself and just discovering who you, what is life about and who you, who are you? And it's just a profoundly inclusive of all the experiences you've ever had. I really experienced every experience, emotion I've ever felt every time I can't even hear it. And that goes beyond yeah. like sadness and, you know, tangible emotions that we know of. There are emotions mm. that we know of sadness, fear, you know, all these ones, but there, I'm quite interested in emotions that are beyond kind of, you know, titles and labels. You see what yeah. I mean? Like the the overwhelm of everything. Yeah, and that's that track really opens up a portal to somewhere else. And that portal, the best way you can express it is just sitting in silence. And I think I wrote a line, didn't I? I think Sam really liked it. Drums rolling down your cheeks. And I think I wrote that line just listening to that track. Uh, drums mm, rolling nice. down your cheeks, which means, you know, it's very silent. And when, the, when it's rolling down your cheeks, it's a drum. It's like a really, you know... It's really vociferous, but it's silent. So Lisa Gerard, see the sun. Came to my head straight away as soon as I heard it. That's great. Strong answer. I like it. Moving on. How about you, Sam? Great. Yeah, I, w- I, I feel like in previous episodes, I have been a little on the nose with stuff. I think I'm trying to go for the win too much. Um, mm. But uh, I, I mean, I, the first thing that came to my head was no surprises. But I think that's sort of very. Um, that is, very uh, is that Radiohead? Radiohead, yeah. I think mm. that's like a very obvious answer, and it's sort of um, you see that in a lot of media and a lot of um, uh, the cult. The culture, it's like a cultural reference to sort of slash your wrist kind of music, isn't it? Um, and there's that famous scene on Father Ted where um, there's that the, there's the, the the depressed guy. He, he gets cured of his depression and is sort of happy. And then he's on the way home and no surprises comes on. And he just gets <laughs> sad again. You see him slowly go under. But actually, I'm going to go for um, this song is just lyrically genius. And it's so 
um, it's so delicate, so fragile, and the tone of the voice is just um, amazing to me. And the way, Do you want to tell the us little snapshots. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm sorry, Jay. Am I going on for you, Mister? Sort of twenty minutes to tell us. What, what, no, I just, I'm just really curious. I just really want to know. <laughs> I just really want to know. Right, yeah, um, it's it's called uh, Adrian uh, Adrian Lenker. Anything. Called anything by um, Adrian Lenka. Um, I think that's how you pronounce the name, Adrian Lenka. Um, but it's amazing. Yeah, just when I heard it, and mm. I'll, I'll probably read out some of the lyrics and um, yeah, blow you guys away. It's brilliant. Lovely stuff. Cool. Good answers. I I don't know either of the songs, but the the justification sounded pretty good. I'll have to give them a listen. We'll get some links posted out on the socials for our listeners. Um, my answer to the very best song to cry your face off to until you know cry until your face falls off which happens quite often to be <laughs> honest um yeah my my answer is uh, i'll keep coming by low raw you guys know low raw sounds familiar i'm not heard of it he's icelandic he has that kind of icelandic tingle to his music beautiful really softly spoken um quite quite almost meek sounding in the way that he sings but I think what he's really famous for is writing songs that are, that are really deeply about depression, but they're, they're not they're not depressing songs, but they, they're kind of really intimate with the kind of feelings you, you get when you're depressed. So, um, you know, having having suffered from like depressive episodes myself, there's something very comforting about arriving to that strange destination that you've never been to before that is depression. And then some music that maybe you already know all of a sudden making complete sense to you that you realize that somebody else has been to this lonely place and you feel like you have company in that lonely place. So Low Raw for me has been an artist that I always quite liked. But then as I was depressed, I appreciated him times 100 because listening to it was like the most cathartic music I'd ever heard. And it was like pure therapy um, to listen to it. And I'll keep coming. He's he's got some heartbreaking songs, by the way. But the one that I've chosen is "I'll Keep Coming," uh, which is much more, much more positive. Um, and and it's it's about almost like waking up from a winter and about kind of coming out of hibernation. And and I'll keep coming. It is actually starting to find that kind of drive and enthusiasm and and that that want to pull yourself out of the bad situation that you're in and, and and feeling that drive for the first time in a long time so it's a it's a sad elation i suppose when i say it's a song to cry uh cry your face off to it's it's in a positive way it's like a, it's like a release it's like a, i'm starting to feel positive for the first time and the feeling of it is completely completely overwhelming and and you know beautiful to to feel that at the same time so yeah uh low raw i'll keep coming and if there's any comics listening, they're going to have a field day with that song as well. <laughs> True. Yeah. It does have some kind some of double claim entendre. there. <laughs> there's something there, isn't there? I'm sure. Yeah. 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 Take that as you will. Um, I think I've done my full pitch there without any research time. So uh, <laughs> sorry about that, guys. That's that right. was uh, quite, quite a chat there. Um, but yeah, so we have our um, spinning the tune from... I'm looking forward to listening. Yeah. So Meredith's yeah. track, uh, which is called Tidal Waves uh, from the game Maquette. Mm-hmm. 
You guys are too so busy doing the re- research, looking at screens. You missed all my dancing that I was doing. Oh no! I uh, I thought you were communicating with seagulls. <laughs> I was communicating with something. Uh, I really liked it. Again, uh, you know, we talked about this. You know, the fact that so you might come across some music that you're indifferent to, but I really like that. And I think again, I'm I'm very film based, as film minded as Sam is, and yourself as well, Ben. But I mm-hmm. saw that straight away. It reminded me of Amelie. You know, the beginning I of Amelie. Amelie. Is a, yes. There's yeah. a drone shot, and the music is like. I can see a film starting with this tune. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a montage with this tune. Very cinematic. I really liked quite, it. Quite Parisian. Really playful. I'm happy that we're getting so much cinematic music. It's not like we're. Um hunting it specifically uh it just seems to be the way it goes but yeah you know another another great submission so so thank you to to meredith for that one i think it's just subconscious we're we're all film people so we're, we're just we're just naturally drawn towards this type of stuff. maybe so maybe so what did you think sam yeah i thought it was it was great i, I was going to say amelie as well i got that vibe that sort of parisian mm. uh vibe to it almost like a, sort of a uh, gypsy uh, element to it as well which is um which is always good um hmm. yeah just a, a 
great sort of well-made well-made song with the hooky chorus but still uh harkening back to sort of we were talking about toria woof it had that sort of it's got that hookiness but still got that sort of timeless sort of age-old tale vibe to it yeah. as well. for sure i think that was music for a a whimsical journey um i really like the lyrics as well it's very it's quite a mature kind of it's a love song uh i think and it's got quite a maturity to it about the the oval like it seems to be about the overwhelm that you can feel when you find love but maybe you don't expect it I th- you know i think younger people expect to find love mm. and uh as you get a bit older you can kind of become less expectant but then if you do find it 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 can hit you in a big way and and it feels huge and that would be the the tidal waves that she's she's singing about but that's yeah, great really you don't, really well crafted song you don't I, usually I, I like get that you don't usually get that perspective in a love song a lot of it yeah. is geared towards sort of young love and that sort of romanticized yeah. ideal um and to hearkening back actually again to sort of um hallelujah that's what makes yeah. that um song pretty good because there's that it's about a long-lasting love, a, a love actually that's sort of past that sort of hot and heavy. I thought you said stage. it was about him getting his. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, a, it's, it, it's um getting his rocks off and yeah. the holy doves <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> and Ben was like, "Was it?" <laughs> it was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> so tell me about the holy dove again. What what, what was the holy dove doing? Fan, you fancy a bit? <laughs> fancy a bit of holy dove tonight, love? Um, ah, uh, <laughs> oh, the old euphemism. Okay, the old hallelujah. Okay. <laughs> How, how, That's the nickname for my, you know. How's your heavenly father? <laughs> the gong bonk. The, the song, yeah. The song is about... Basically, hallelujah is basically the gong bonk. <laughs> yeah, but it's about him trying to... It's almost like that metaphysical poetry, trying to convince someone to um, sleep with him and to rekindle that sort of, you know, getting your rocks off, rekindle what that felt like. And is that like, what you what got from like. Tidal Waves? Uh, but no, I was just saying that, that More her song, yeah, her song is similar in that yeah. respect that it's about sort of an old love and the sort of a, it's not about young love. It's not about just meeting in the club and all that stuff. And yeah, yeah. nice. Good. Well, yeah, moving on um, from that brilliant track, let's uh, let's see what we've learned in five minutes about our uh, about our choices. Um, so Jay, you're up first with uh, Lisa Gerard. See the sun. Yeah, so I think this is one of those um, this is one of those questions where. I, it's like, you know, a song that makes makes you cry your face off. And this is a difficult one in a way because the greatest song that makes you, because everyone cries, you know, this is quite subjective in a way, isn't it? Uh, it's, it's difficult to standardize it almost, isn't it? Like what song that might make one person cry their face off, some other person might go, oh, whatever. But, um, but that particular song for me is great because, um, as I said before, even briefly but i'll elaborate on it a little bit um it's about if it's something that makes you cry your face off there has to be more facet than one emotion attached to it that's what makes it you know so you're crying your face off there's more going on than one emotion because if it's you know it's a it's a it's an incumbent of all emotions and i think that's what true expression of true emotion i think is that if, if you're crying your face off then that means there's something going on that's a lot deeper than whatever the situation that you're reacting to. There's something really deep going on. And uh, I think it's it's this track particularly taps into something like that, uh, where 
where you're really tapping into, I think, what I would call the human condition, where what I believe that, you know, we're experiencing all emotions simultaneously. We've just, grown, we've just grown up in a certain environment where we're only allowed to express it one at a time, uh, which is, you know, people say, oh, I'm feeling sad, or I'm feeling sad, or I'm feeling happy. Uh, whereas when you are feeling those emotions, whether you know it or not, I believe that you're actually experiencing a lot more than that one singular thing that you're expressing. So if you're crying, most crying is mostly associated with sadness. You know, that's a given, isn't it? But I think there's a lot more going on. And this track, I think, is brilliant. And if you listen to it, it taps into that true meaning of crying, I think, which is uh, an expression which is um, quite, it's quite, it's quite freeing, I think. It's quite freeing, you know, it's, of all the things that you can think about when you're crying, it's, it, you know, it is something very cathartic, but in a very kind of um, soothing way almost, you know. And almost there's a there's a reverb as well afterwards. After you've had a good, if you after you cried your face off, you feel a reverb for for a while. And a lot of the times when we have cried, I think most people can remember very clearly when they've really let go and cried their face off, and they can remember that. I think this song, if you listen to it, oh, it just encapsulates all of that. And that's why I think I've chosen. That's why I've chosen. Can you give us an example from the song of your? Can you- it's Lyrics it's there, is there a specific part there's okay the song is basically it's like an opera type so is there's music and there's her almost like a hymn so there's not speak explicitly lyrics but the sound itself you know it's the idea that right. um yeah it's it's not which is why i think it also works because there's nothing lyrical there she's just yeah. kind of it's like a hymn it's actually quite it's quite troubling when that happens when uh, something that's not you know, we're so used to interpreting meaning from language. When something that isn't that hits us, you know, that reverberation gets us on the right frequency. Yeah. It's actually mm. really quite troubling, quite sort of very upsetting. That, yeah, because we know, lack we lack the communication to explain it. And that yeah. I suppose that that's daunting because we're so used to saying everything we're thinking. So when something yeah. hits you in a place that is indescribable, yeah, it's... And I think th- this is what I mean about the human condition. There's a lot of stuff there that isn't that can't be communicated and it maybe that's the way it should be mm. that's why music and this particular track is a great way of portal yeah. of accessing something sort that of you have. it activates our non-verbal communication which is part of it is crying and there's it? so much of that there is so much of that there is so much of that in all of us we are find it difficult to compute difficult to verbalize yeah, Cool. Well, great stuff. Thanks for that, Jay. Um, and how about you, Sam? What you're saying? Okay. Yeah. So, Adrian Lenka, uh, anything. Um, and I do apologise to her if I've um, pronounced her, her name incorrectly. I've never actually heard anyone say it. I've just I've only ever uh, read it before. Um, but this song really, it really caught me by surprise. This was a kind of, um, uh, you know, a washing up moment. It was. Li- I was literally washing up. And I was listening to, um, I was I was listening listening to a cover of the original song on a recommendation from a friend, and um, just sort of something to do while I'm washing up. And it, I, I literally started crying while, while washing up. And you talk about this sort of ambivalence and this sort of um, multiple um, emotions happening simultaneously. And I mean, the song is called Anything. 
and it really sort of that's the the best the best title it could be um because it's written in this uh this really um really carefully crafted second hand almost like a code it's as if it's it reminds me a little bit of memento you know he has like photographs of people to remember and he's got like little mm. tattoos to remember um yeah. uh, stuff it's almost like that it's like a code you have to piece it together and make this story these little snapshot stories um but i just sort of t talk about her style it's very delicate she um, usually a picking style. She's a very talented guitarist, um, very sort of syncopated style, um, still very hooky, especially with her vocal melodies. Um, but there's this constant and her voice is quite fragile. It's definitely sort of a, a higher register, female, delicate voice. But there's a um, sort of this quality to it, this sort of very dark quality, sort of I've seen some things, man. You don't know you weren't there kind of quality you weren't to it. there man <laughs> yeah. um kind of quality to it and um a pitchfork in fact um the uh the music magazine uh, the music website describes um her work as having this sort of lurking darkness underneath it and it gives this sort of urgency this because this constant threat that some something violent something um, tra traumatic, something tragic might happen at any moment, um, which is is something that we all um, we all have to deal with throughout our entire throughout our lives. At any at any moment, it could could all fall apart, and we have to be very sort of precious. Um, about Sounds quite stuff. cinematic again, actually. It, it really is. It really is. Um, yeah, I, I can see it. I mean, I can see her doing very well out of syncing from it. Let's put it that way. Um, yeah, it's um, it's just a fantastic, fantastic song. I I love it. And for me, for someone who's not, I'm not always in in touch with my emotions. I'm not very, um, which is strange for a sort of an artist or a, a musician writer. Um, I'm not always very good. I'm good at sort of um, describing them in other people or in a character or in an abstract way. But sort of recognizing my own is is quite difficult. So now, I think that's exactly why you are an artist, because you put that time into expressing yourself and you almost need to you need to do it in that way to be able to express yourself. You need to have like a format and, and a mouthpiece that allows you to bring that stuff out, because if, if you're not a musician, then that stuff isn't going anywhere. So that that could be why that could be why you're drawn to it, I suppose. Dude, you just you just completely Dr. filled me there. <laughs> show me where he touched you <laughs> yeah. no i think there's loads of outlets you can use isn't there for the emotion side like the people write and people express themselves physically they paint there's so and many different yeah, avenues it, so this this song sort of for me uh, really sort of capsulated what i was it was thinking. it's like just singing my life man very very personal very specific events being described uh, and then, but when it gets to the chorus, it's very open, very um, plainly spoken and almost pleading. Yeah, that's the beauty of art in itself, isn't it? it, it uh, it's not revealing anything. It's just tapping into something that's inside you. That's great. Yeah. I'll just read some excerpts from it. She says, staring down the barrel of a hot sun, shining with the sheen of a shotgun. Carol has a little if we need some. 
Joe has a ride if you want to come. Hanging your jeans with a clothespin. Skin still wet, still on my skin. Mango in your mouth, juice dripping. Shoulder of your shirt sleeve slipping. And that already, I can just see a summer, summer's day, very sort of specific snapshot of a memory coming up. Yeah. Um, and then this next verse too, she says, um, Christmas Eve with your mother and sis. Don't want to fight, but your mother insists. And that just, just so you can just see um, a, you know, a sort of a holiday, uh, you know, a, sort of an, uh, an argument brewing. It's like looking through a photo album kind of thing with the, exactly, the way it's like it. painting the scenarios. Yeah. And then it sort of turned, it has a little uh, turnaround where it gets into this, um, this mm. kind of almost wish, this chorus, which is like a wish. And she turns it around really skillfully in the verse. So we're sort of led into it. And she says, I don't want to be the owner of your fantasy. I just want to be a part of your family. And that really sort of, I'm almost sort of welling up now as I'm, as I'm saying it. It's really sort of tugs at the heartstrings. Lyrically has a lot of synergy with some of the stuff that you've written, actually. <laughs> just, That's why know. I like it. Because it reminds no, no, it's, me it's of me. It's true. Because a lot of your, a lot of your, a lot of your lyrics are in terms of, it has a lot of synergy with the form of expression through the lyrics and how each line has to be quite punchy, yeah. you know, is I think is, I can't remember who said, but you know, if you're writing and each line doesn't knock the person out somehow, then start again. Cause that's what it's meant to be like. And I think with that lyrics that you've read out, it's each one is powerful. And also I like the idea when you said it's unexpected. Yeah. That's the best. That's my favorite where you read one line, you don't know what's coming yeah. next. And when it comes, the way she delivers it. them is, is really sort of one after the other and quite, quite quick delivery. And it is that it is that really sort of unexpected punch. Mm. And the chorus is this it's, um, and I don't want to, I don't want to talk about anything. I don't want to talk about anything. I want to kiss, kiss your eyes again. I want to witness your eyes looking. I don't want to talk about anyone. I don't want to talk about anyone. I want to sleep in your car while you're driving, lay in your lap when I'm crying. And that is really sort of, there's, I think maybe Tom Petty is probably up there with being that vulnerable in his writing and that sort of real and putting it out there, not trying to disguise. I think, I mean, you've compared my work to that, but I, I feel like I do speak in code quite a lot and do try and disguise what I'm saying or make it a wash, make it more general. Well, but I had a specific really... lyric in mind. I think one of yours lyrics is like, you know, I keep my window constantly open, hoping you come right in, into my arms, into what well, you can fix me if I get it wrong. <laughs> into my, into my <laughs> dreams, bring them to life. It's quite, quite punchy. And each with each line, it's like, what's going to happen next? And it's bring them to life. This, that's a kind of plateau of it. No, I, I really like that. And it's kind of similar. I think it's quite endearing when people, uh, like like you said, how kind of uh, exposed it is. Somebody's somebody's sharing their their deep wishes for these really small but important moments. Um, it's really endearing, and it can be it can be a tearjerker just when somebody's so open as telling you something yeah. that sounds quite small as that, but you know the weight with which they're presenting it and how much it means to them. Like I just want to go back to when it was like this. Um, that yeah that that can that can push the button that can that can start the tears yeah. rolling for sure and i think the skill but as yeah. well though with the lyrics you describe is that skill is the, the the great writers what they can do is they can take a very explicitly mundane almost experience 
and explain and express it in a way that's quite profound and encapsulates yeah. a lot of feeling. That's yeah. the key, isn't it? Because what she's talking about on the face of it, it's very personal and very specific, but it taps into something quite deeper and something yeah. a lot bigger than the literal. Mm. Saying a lot with a little. Very nice. Okay, cool. Well, we'll need to get these songs posted out or linked on the socials so people can uh, listen to them if they haven't already. Uh, and so I will wrap it up with uh, my answer for uh, Low Raw, I'll Keep Coming. I think I, I think I said a lot straight away off the cuff and to be honest i didn't really do any kind of <laughs> any kind of research in the five minutes i just sat and listened to to meredith's song because this you know this song is very it is very personal to me and it just it came up straight away you know when when we got the question um so i'm going to start with some of the lyrics uh which are faintly i'll go to take this head on soon i'll come around lost and never found waiting for my words seen but never heard buried underground but i'll keep coming and for me it just it hits me right in the in the feels um it's it's for a really particular moment so me saying this is something that that makes me has made me cry in the past and i feel emotional already just reading these words thinking about how i felt in the past but it's for it's a it's a song for somebody who's been kicked back a lot of times and and maybe has given up um and is just starting to get ready to give it another go i think and it's it's the song that like you're putting your coat and hat on you're about to step out into the storm again after having given up and it's just that first like it's it's the the, the first instance of a seed starting to sprout and a bit of positivity coming back but still the wariness of like um if i go and try again if i if i if I go and live life again, I'm just going to get kicked back again. Um, and it's just, it's, it's such a specific feeling and it's such a, it's, it, it's, this song is exactly for a place that I've been in my life. And I don't think I've ever known a song to be so like pinpoint precision to a very particular feeling that, that just sings it. And it's so comforting to know that somebody else has been there and they put it into words that you don't have somebody's written it for you and you're like that is exactly what i'm feeling right now and couldn't say there's such a big comfort in that so uh i'm not going to talk too much because I've, I've talked a lot already um but i just think i think low raw has probably helped a lot of people in in a big way more than any to, to me no no artist has helped me more than than low raw has and this song in particular and this is it's a positive one as well. There's a, there's a lot that are just straight up sad wallowing, but I, I like this one because it's it's about putting your best foot forward and, you know, getting back on the horse, even though you've fallen off it 17 times. I think this question arguably is is the best in sense of, uh, for the listeners, we've revealed so much of ourselves in this particular. <laughs> so I love that. This is probably arguing in that yeah. sense, probably the best question we've had uh, for yeah, the listeners. Yeah. We've we've re revealed quite a lot about ourselves. So this, in, without, 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 um, explicitly revealing stuff about ourselves, we've actually revealed in a very soft way we've revealed ourselves which is lovely and that's yeah, what beautiful. essentially great art is meant to be uh agree great great question so that that's that's me on that mm. one i think i talked quite a lot before um yeah I, I love the track i i love i just love the fact that it seems to be a theme that in this kind of music emotional music that um being very specific has a sort of a general wash 
you know, it's almost like a Barnum statement. You can, you think he's talking to me. They're talking to me. They might be talking about themselves, but actually they're talking about everyone. We, we, we have that similarity. It's quite uplifting in that sense that we, we have those similarities. We have the same things in common. We just want to be loved. You know, we just want to be safe, feel safe. We want to feel accepted. Yeah, no. strong, strong theme on this show. Yeah. Even even ties in with the song that Meredith mm. um, submitted. So yeah, I like the idea of you know, uh, <laughs> say that they, they say don't they that write about what you know. But I like the artists who push the envelope. Go, actually, I'm going to write about something that I don't know about, and that's going to tap into people even more. <laughs> I'm going to talk about. I'm going to try and tap into other people. I like the idea. Very nice. Okay, guys. So let's let's do our quick uh, summaries and reminders mm. of what our answers are. And just to just to refresh as well, that the question is, what is the very best song to cry your face off to? Yeah. So Lisa Gerrard, uh, "See the Sun," um, a song that I think is cry. I cried my face off to because it it just it encompasses all emotions simultaneously without any lyrics it's just like a hymn sound and a, and a musical score that just takes you to the core of being human very cool mr sam great yeah um yeah i chose uh, i chose anything by adjan lenka um i just think it's it's a really delicate um delicate song um, with oh, just so much punch and the conciseness and precision with which she crafts this beautiful story that could be anyone could be um, could be so relatable in that in that respect and the darkness that she laces it with and the sort of this as as pitchfork rightly say um, has this sort of constant threat of of violence underneath it um, is just so um, so evocative of just all kinds of emotion this sort of elation in love um, sadness in loss um, irritation at our loved ones at the people who are closest to us and um and the sort of the way that they can rub us up the wrong way um and just wanting to be accepted wanting to be loved i just it's beautiful beautiful song amazing uh, i really like i really like the kind of uh personal angle that we're that we're getting today it's really interesting to hear uh, and then so mine was i'll keep coming by low raw um just for being just the epitome of a cathartic song uh that you know tailored to such a, a specific kind of dark emotion um uh, and, and and the the, the positivity of coming around from from that place um i just think it's i think it's a great song for that reason and i think that low raw just helps a lot of people and and it's great the music like that exists so that would be my answer and that about does it for the show doesn't it we we'd love to hear from yeah. any of the listeners at home uh if you have anything that you'd like to put in to answer the question uh and then also we'll put on our socials that you can you know you can vote for which track and and which person will be the winner for the week not that it really matters we just like arguing about it um but yeah that's uh <laughs> that about that about wraps us up for the week vote for me <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel like doing the phone sign you know like they do on uh, the voice yeah. or whatever like <laughs> blowing kisses and all if that. you agree with sam <laughs> press one yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i do feel like we've been very emotional and we should um talk about spitting and boobs and football or something for a little bit just to <laughs> Yeah. When's, the next, when's the next dugong yeah. bunk jam anyway yeah there you go, there you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah no episode five already amazing it's in the back on to episode six yeah thanks guys and thanks for listening at home see you next time see you next time see ya hey!